You want some of this tickling? Welcome to episode one of season two of Indecorous Comedy, ragtag purveyors of fact and fiction, and some other shit I can't remember. Join us in this quest for knowledge and hunt for Ian's misspellings. (laughs) And as always, we have Bobby. Yo! And Ian. Right in the bench, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This is our first episode of season one. Uh, season two. Season two. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, we have so many seasons, I can't keep track of yeah, them Yeah, it's all. hard. Yeah, first episode of season two, uh, after Ian convinced Bobby and me that apparently podcasts have seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think he bamboozled us, but we went with it. So this is our first episode of the second season. You, you may have noticed that the first voice you heard on the podcast was mine. It's not Ian anymore. And that's because we're changing things a little bit here at Indecorous Comedy for season we're- two. We're clearing the bench. We're letting all the short, fat, white kids play. It's late in the fourth yeah, quarter. We're down by 40 points. Yeah, we, we got a lot of complaints from the parents. So <laughs> Got to let little Carlos in the game. That's Make right. Make balls. I'm, I'm, I'm hosting. And I think Bobby might host sometime, too, depending on how uh, loud his parents get. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we spent all this money on the indecorous uniform, and it's not even dirty. Get him in there. <laughs> Now, I don't, I'll say this. I don't know how Bobby's planning to host when he does host, but uh, when I'm hosting, there will be no shenanigans or skullduggery. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, was, I brought all the skullduggery that's what I figured. That's why I wanted to say this right off the top of the podcast. Okay. Just I was no- wanting some fucking demerits. I was going to be acting right. the fool. No shenanigans. Right, what about beastings? What about a single shenanigan? You know, you never hear about yeah, it you get, singular. You get one one free shenanigan, but no okay. no plural shenanigans. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I run a pretty tight ship. I want no nonsense. <laughs> so we're basically, we're going to read the script. We're going to stick to it. And if everybody does their job, we'll be done in 15 minutes. Hey, Carlos, what's your policy on tomfoolery? Oh, tomfoolery <laughs> is all good. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, tomfoolery is all good. So let's just keep this tight, guys. And I think uh, with any luck, we'll be done in 15 minutes and we can all go home. <laughs> you know, I have a life to live. Oh, I'll also say this. I'm not as good as Ian at feigning enthusiasm for shit that I'm not enthusiastic about. Like, that's why I always sucked at MC and stand-up comedy shows, because I always have to be like, hey, you guys ready to see this show that I don't even care to watch? And so I'm not going to be as enthusiastic, but I will. I will try my best. I will say yay every once in a while. Right. Wait, were you not ready to keep that comedy train choo-chooing along? No, I didn't bring enough coal to throw into the uh. engine usually. So I would, but you know, I I think I'm I'm a good enough actor that I can print it every once in a while. Okay. Got to ask a couple times if people are ready to laugh. You know, build the suspense. Yeah. Make sure you play some 1990s obscure R&B song no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, I, and and every time you know you introduce us, you, you just you keep it going. Make sure to keep it going. For keep us. it going for Bobby. Keep it yeah. going for Ian. That's not good enough. I can't hear you. I need a hearing aid. Please, somebody <laughs> help me. I don't have health insurance. I need to see an ear doctor. Don't forget about drink specials and the appetizer menu. Got to hit them apps. Got to hit the specials, drink specials, happy birthdays, and any kind of, uh, what is it, bachelorette parties. 
Oh, the bachelorette party, which is absolutely the kryptonite of every stand-up comic that's ever lived. You, you know, if you think about it, I mean, that kind of that information is useful from the comics perspective, but not so much the club's perspective. That's a, a conflict at the beginning of every show because the comic would like to identify those people so you can ask them to leave. Oh, yeah. The people that have the you birthdays. Know? And that, do we have any bachelorette parties? Get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. I don't we don't need you here. I don't have, I've never really <laughs> understood the whole why would you do that to yourself? Obviously, if it's a bachelorette party, it's like, ah, we're going to be loud and we want to have a good time and we have fun. And it's like, oh, OK, I know where we can go. The place where we can't talk at all. yeah it it doesn't make any sense like go to a a bar or a nightclub go dancing do what basically anything but it's like hey let's go uh, watch a play yeah but carlos somebody in the group could want you to make fun of people in the group and then everybody in the group could get Uh, mad yeah yeah and then everybody can walk out and be angry (laughs) yeah including the person that asked you to make fun of their friends did you guys see that thing with the Big J Okerson, where the guy pulled him off the stage. I heard about that. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard about it on several podcasts, but I didn't see the video. Okay, well, we're going to do it on this podcast, too. And the greatest thing, too, is that this podcast <laughs> doesn't come out for another week and a half. So we're going to have another week and a half of other podcasts talking about this shit. Nice. Yeah, our takes, there's like, we're, we're going to have the final take on this. Is what so yeah, I, takes. I like getting secondhand information three weeks. Yeah, later. we're going to have like there's going to be like two more times that Big J is going to be knocked off the stage and we'll just be talking about the first one. So since we're really, really, really far behind, can we catch up on the Dan Harmon, Rick and Morty getting canceled thing since we're like about 30 days yeah, late on that one? Oh, did that happen? That, yeah, apparently oh. Dan Harmon had a sketch like 10 years ago where he was <laughs> he, he did like a parody of Dexter, but instead it was like a, a pedophile or something. Oh, no, it was awesome. It was awesome. It's basically they went back in time and serial killers that were going to just fuck up everything. They went back in time and molested the serial killers as little babies. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, that's brilliant. That, see, I only saw <laughs> I saw a very, very tiny clip and I didn't I didn't get it. That's that's even better. Oh, my God. Wait, so are they trying to make the serial killer into a pedophile instead of a serial killer? <laughs> like, it's, like, slightly better? Yeah, they're just, they're just trying to exactly. make the world safer like, for adults. Yeah. <laughs> like, just a tiny, like, a tiny fraction better. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I... I guess. No, I don't, but I want to make it clear, I'm very against both of those things. I'm for Rick and Morty, so I think uh, if I got to draw a line somewhere, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, how many blogs are we going to hear about where they point out the fact that uh, Dan Harmon has the word harm in his name? Yeah, you can't spell harm without Harmon. Yeah, Yeah, we should have seen that coming. And you can barely spell hard on without Harmon. (laughs) It all comes together. I think it's a brilliant thing. I didn't even know that was the whole context. now Now I think it's even more ridiculous that people are getting mad about this bullshit oh yeah dude i mean it's a I mean, brilliant idea I, I i fucking watch that show i mean it doesn't offend me so was this one of those things where the ratings were also kind of tanking and they use this as an excuse or was the show doing really well and just it got canceled because no, no, it that? was never a show it was a pilot it was like a one-time project he did as a goof and like the fucked nope. up part is years ago there was outrage about this and he was like hey my bad it was like you know 10 years ago i was a kid get over it and then yeah. now two or three years later a new group of social justice warriors didn't 
see the last group yeah. are just coming into this and going, oh, I, I didn't know this was a thing. I'm going to be outraged now, you know? He's like, dude, I already apologized two years ago. Get over this shit. Oh, so that's cool. So every few years we get to revisit people's past transgressions exactly. that they've yeah. already apologized for or gotten canceled for. Exactly. That shit has been happening before. Like, even the thing with Kevin Hart when he lost the hosting gig for the Oscars, it was over shit that he had already apologized before. Like, for, at first he yeah. was like, I'm not, a, I already apologized for this. I'm not going to apologize again. And he ended up apologizing again, but he Jeez. still lost that gig. But yeah, that's the thing is like these shits live forever. And so it's like, oh, it's a new group of people that now saw it. So now you got to again, I'm like, this is what we need. We need to create a repository for apologies. <laughs> and then whenever something resurfaces, you're like, oh, yeah, here's the link to the apology yeah. to that one. <laughs> Dude, and what's what's funny too is the only people that end up doing all right are the people that don't apologize. You don't get anything from apologizing. All that does is embolden these people, and they're like, "Yeah, see, I told you we were right." Yeah, look, I don't... look he's even sorry for it. Listen to it; it's coming out of his mouth now. I've always said that I lose a little bit of respect for stand-ups that apologize for jokes. But then the thing, too, though, is that when it's that level, when you reach that level of fame, you're no longer just a stand-up. You're like almost like a brand or a product. Yeah. And now there's other people that also depend on you. Like, you know, you're, obviously you're going to have an agent, you're going to have a manager, and you're going to have assistants. And if you're really big, you have a production company. So there's yeah. all these other things that also come into play, which kind of ruins... Part of what I love about doing stand-up is that it's just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you achieve that level of fame, and now you kind of are beholden to all these other uh, consequences. I still think it sucks when they apologize, but I'm not as brazen about like, ah, what a piece of shit this guy is for apologizing, you know? Like, yeah. Well, when uh, Bill Maher said the N-word and, you know, was like, it was a joke. I didn't mean to, to hurt anybody, but it was a joke. I'm standing by that. Still got his job, you know? Yeah. I <laughs> he think didn't go I, anywhere. HBO well, kept, you know? And at the end of the day, what usually ends up happening is that even if whatever they're doing gets canceled or they get fired, within two, three years, they're back. It's yeah. like nothing happened. Well, they should just do what they did with Bill Maher, where like, just... Anybody that does something, you just have to have Ice Cube come on and yell at you, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny because that's been happening for a long time where it's like if anybody gets in trouble for some sort of race-related thing, they have to talk to a black person. Like, uh -huh. yeah. some, they have to find a famous black person to talk to and so they can have credibility again amongst them, whatever. <laughs> they just have a thing where you should be given the choice, you know? Like, like the trial by combat in Game of Thrones. Like you could have a choice, uh, yeah. and the choice could just be you could either apologize or let Mike Tyson punch you in the face. <laughs> Always great choices. So hey, before we jump too far into shit, I wanted to say I got some business stuff to share with you guys, and I figured we would do this on the air because this is a uh, oh, pretty I hope big this shit. Has to do some S corp shit. No, no, I mean, dude, we got an email. We got a legit fucking email. We gotta, we gotta take care of. This is gonna uh, both shock and alarm you guys. But our, um, our indecorous website has an email behind it, and that email received a very interesting message a few days ago. All right, why don't you just read it, Carlos? You can. It says it's from. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> legit because it ends with R U. <laughs> so there's info at m o i dash traffic with one k dot R U. You don't know me, and you're thinking, why you received this email, right? Well, I actually placed a malware on the porn website, and guess what? You visited this website to have fun. In parentheses, 
You know what I mean. <laughs> While you were watching the video, your web browser acted as a RDP, in parentheses, remote desktop. Now, what, what's what's yeah, the P in there? Where's the P coming in? Yeah, that's just RD, remote yeah. desktop. Everybody knows okay. RD. And a keylogger, which provided me access to your display screen and webcam. Right after that, my software gathered all your contacts from your Messenger, Facebook account, and email account. What exactly did I do? I like this guy's got a flair for drama. <laughs> yeah, yes, this guy should be a screenwriter. <laughs> so what exactly did I do? I made a split-screen video. First part recorded the video you were viewing. Parentheses, you've got a fine taste. Ha ha. Well, that's <laughs> nice that he's complimenting our taste, actually. I like yeah. that. And next part recorded your webcam. Parentheses, yep, exclamation point. It's you doing nasty things. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I love, too, things. that it's like a, a thing that 100% of the male population has done. If, if they have limbs, you know, and yeah. aren't eunuchs. Even if they don't have limbs, but we figure out a way. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. What should you do? Question mark. Again, flair for the dramatic. <laughs> well, I believe... $1,400 is a fair price for our little secret. We're being extorted. Uh-oh. You'll make the payment via Bitcoin to the below address. If you don't know this, search how to buy Bitcoin in Google. Oh, well, that's nice of them. So that's They're pretty much the gist of it. We're getting yeah. extorted here, so um, we, we need $1,400 or all of our masturbation videos are going to go out there to uh. all of our friends. And I love how our spam filter says this is a low. It reported this is a, a low spam. <laughs> I would consider like this low, to like be... Low D. Really high, you know. Like low down dirty is what it is. Low down dirty, yeah. <laughs> low T spam. So anyway, we're in a pickle here, listener. So we really need you to subscribe to the Patreon now. Or, <laughs> we gotta raise fourteen hundred. Or uh, some kid in Russia is gonna release all our nasty things. Uh oh. God damn, dude. And speaking of nasty things, I know I told you guys about this uh, a couple months ago, but fucking, I, I caught my goddamn neighbor again a second time. This is crazy. Like, we have a rooftop on our little shit here, and like, we're up you're trying to do a little bit of a uh, moon gazing or whatever, but we happen to find, you know, a different celestial body. This fucker's at it again because our rooftop overlooks his bedroom, like one floor down, and the fucker did not have the common decency to shut the fucking blinds when he was jacking off. And this time, <laughs> the lady friend was out there with me, and she saw it. So she's just horrified. She's like, what the fuck yeah. is he doing? That's <laughs> the weirdest part is, like, you know, it's one thing to, like, leave the window open and shit, but the way that he telepathically forces you to watch the whole 30 minutes that he's masturbating. <laughs> yeah, really. It's yeah, one of those things where it's filled of vision. Like, we're looking at beautiful city views, and then just, like, our eyes go down <laughs> just a little bit, and there's the window wide open with the dude fucking going crazy on himself. I mean, that's the ultimate city view, though, if you think about it. <laughs> and, by the way, Carlos and I are both very sorry that she left you for him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that was on you, though. She yeah. saw what he was working with. What can I say? How, how can I compete with that? Yeah, well, you should have never showed her. Now, you should leave your window open now when you start crying and so they can look at you after she left you. So that's the real hack, I guess. Just get caught masturbating by everybody and some girl's going to be like, he's got a pretty nice dick. That, that would just be the funniest thing. Just like you, you know, have like the in-laws over for like, you know, some alfresco dining and... <laughs> Just see that off to the right. Yeah, and then they, they won't stop coming over for alfresco <laughs> dining after that. After they see the guy jerking off. Yeah, they're like, look, we can't afford to keep paying him every time we come out here. There's like they, they bring a tripod the next time that they come out from alfresco dining. Did you go anywhere, Bobby, during our vacation? Did you go any other exotic beaches to catch the COVID <laughs> while we were off on vacation? Uh, no, no. 
Um, you, you got enough COVID? Oh, yeah. what I was going to ask you is, if you, did you ever see the Rattel contractor again? Uh, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. He uh, he came by the other day and he's halfway done with uh, fixing my roof, which is not something that I thought you should ever stop halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come back and fix this once I get some time and shit. Hopefully it he, doesn't rain. Yeah, I mean, he claims to have sealed it, and I haven't seen any water coming in or anything. But, uh, you know, I was kind of expecting that job to be seen through start to finish. But uh, it should it should be all right. I mean, he seems to know what he's doing, aside from hairstyle choices. But, you ever uh, see, yeah. you ever meet somebody, like, their face looks like a rat, like they have a rat face? <laughs> you ever meet somebody like that, that it looks like, like their nose yeah. projects out and they're kind of rat-like? Yeah, yeah. You have to uh, hide your cheese at home every time yep. you come over. And then you're you're fucking them later, and you're like, who's a dirty rat? Yeah, Damn, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's all right. I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, just me? Okay, all right. Hey, everybody. This is your weekly reminder of all our social media. Please follow us on Facebook. We're on Facebook.com slash Comedy. We are on Instagram. Same thing. Instagram.com slash Comedy. And we are on Twitter at IndecorousPod. We're also updating our Patreon. Thank you again to all our Patreon supporters. Actually, before I forget, I want to give a special shout out to Lisa. Lisa's birthday is on August 31st, guys. Happy birthday, Lisa. Lisa. We love you. Happy birthday, Lisa. Now, this will air. This will actually air for the audience, for the widespread audience on August 31st. But Lisa isn't actually a Patreon supporter, so she'll get it in advance like a fucking baller. And if you want to be a baller... Like Lisa and support us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash indecorous comedy. And we are adding new tiers now. We used to have, yeah, big news. We used to have three tiers, and that's T I E R. I have to (laughs) ask you because there's also a lot of tiers that are shed while we do this podcast. We, we used to have just three, seven, and ten, but now we're adding at the low end and at the high end. We got a new low end at one dollar. What? Ian, one dollar. That's crazy. That's like 99 cents. Holy shit. That is for people like me that I <laughs> basically, we should just name that. We're calling the it the Carlos hand job. Tier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're calling it the hand job tier because it's a little less embarrassing for me. But that is basically the tier I would be in since I've been out of work for six months now because of COVID killed stand up comedy. But yeah, if you just dig the podcast, but you're like, hey, listen, dudes, I don't have a whole lot of money now. Is a fucking virus going on? But you know, I dig it. You can throw us a dollar. That's it. Dollar a month. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast for that. Wait, is that the tier where Carmen Morales actually pays for your subscription? Uh, yeah, that's where, like, when Carmen buys me a yingling, you get subscribed to the fucking podcast <laughs> on Patreon. Yeah, that's, that's actually, you know, like half the price of a yingling. Come on. <laughs> so we still have the $3 tier. What is that $3 tier called? A uh, slag. That's right. So at the one dollar, we'll just give you a shout out. And come on, man, you just you get a shout out. That's when have you ever gotten a shout out for a dollar? That's that's just about all you can ask. At three dollars, though, if you just put two more dollars in, you get to hear all the special features and bonuses and interviews. Like we've been off the air for two weeks now, but if you're a Patreon subscriber, you've been getting bonuses all through this hiatus. Now, at $7... uh, $7, you get to pick a retro ad of your choice. We'll sign that shit, send it to you, and you can put that shit in your man cave or lady cave, 
and impress all your indecorous friends. That's right. And by lady cave, we <laughs> yeah. mean your vagina. Yeah, shove it up <laughs> your lady cave. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't get WAP, then uh, your money back. WAP, by the way. Wet ass pussy. Yeah. I am... WAP guaranteed. Then we have the $10 tier. And what do you get at $10? And you get to actually get all the perks of 1, 3, and 7, plus... You get to pitch us ideas. Basically, that's the way we've been doing it, is you can pitch us any kind of topic that you want us to talk about, and we'll do it. I mean, we've accepted topics before, but if you're at the $10 level, then we are contractually obligated to talk about whatever the hell you want us to talk about. So we'll do it. But if you don't want to do that, here's the other option you have now. Just pitch us something that you want us to sponsor, and we'll do it. Like Pam P on her season finale in season one, she pitched the, what is it, the shit senders? What was that oh, shit called? Poops, poop poops senders, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I, ap- I apologize. My to new all the favorite company. Listen. Yeah, that's right. We've been poop sending all over the place after <laughs> Pam told us about it. So yeah, so if you have a website well, that you dig, or even if you don't have a website, you can be the sponsor yourself. Be like, this episode is brought to you by uh, whatever your name is at uh, ten dollars. Hopefully, your name isn't the N word. Please we'll, don't we'll make plug us your say only that. fans is basically what Carlos is trying to. Yeah, say. that's right. We'll plug your only. Yeah, that's another thing that we try to do for a while, right? We're gonna plug uh, Cam Girls, OnlyFans, all that shit. That's at ten dollars. And finally, we're adding another tier at $20. (laughs) What? $20, Ian. Ian. (laughs) But here's the deal. It's called the one-night stand tier. You don't have to be a perpetual contributor. You're just given a big bang for a big buck. So here's what you get for $20. All the perks of the other tiers. It's an exploding offer. It happens one time. You're in. You're out. One night stand. You don't have to cancel that. You can keep giving us twenty bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stop yeah, making shut, it sound like the they're obligated. Up, yeah, yeah. If they want to keep donating twenty dollars a month, yeah. you're more than welcome to yeah. it. Ixnay we, on the Ansel K. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're only doing this, though, I mean, in Ian's defense, is because we have heard some people are like, ah, well, I don't want to sign up for a monthly thing, which, I, you know, I don't I don't blame you for that. But if you just want to give us a bigger donation just for a one-time only, we're adding the $20. But also, if you do do it, you get all the bonuses that we already mentioned, plus you got a digital download of both my albums that I've released when a stand-up was still a thing. Wait, is, isn't Do Do It Poop Sender's competitor? Is in what now? Do do it. Competitor. Oh yeah, and, do, yeah. Do do it. Yeah, do do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, don't, yeah. don't worry. I'm gonna go kill myself. All right. Well, that's an added bonus too. <laughs> yeah. I'll give the, you a Bobby shout out before suicided. I kill myself. Yeah, Bobby will give you a shout out before he shoot himself. Yeah, I'll give you a shout out in my suicide note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll give you a shootout. Yeah. So that's our tiers. We got one, three, seven, ten, twenty. So you got no excuse. And then Bobby's suicide tears. Oh, and yeah. suicide tears. We'll that, bottle those shits. That's got to be at can, least you, $21. We're going. That's another well, tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use those as anal lube. <laughs> Well, we're going to go into our opening segment now, fellas. Indecorous news. Yeah, yay. Ah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Ian doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Is this going to be some real? We got a special treat for you guys. Tonight. Yeah, this is, yeah, this one's not very special. It's just it's <laughs> oh. a treat, but it's not very special. Okay. So our opening segment is going to be Indecorous News. This week in Indecorous News, we got sportscasters gone wild. Whoa! Yeah, being in the public eye isn't easy, especially when you're homophobic and racist. 
And that is the message of the podcast is that it's very hard to be homophobic and racist these days. <laughs> homophobes and racists got it hard. Yeah. Well, it seems to depend on where you're from. I mean, some people make it look very easy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, oftentimes, though, you can look at the parents and know that that kid just never had a chance. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, Charlotte Hornet suspends radio announcer who tweeted the N-word instead of Nuggets. And who yeah. hasn't made that mistake? Yeah, I hate when my phone autocorrects nuggets to that Ooh, word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes I'm just uh, at McDonald's trying to get some chicken, and then I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. I <laughs> my, apologize. My yeah, that was autocorrect. Yeah, I, uh, I would like to think there's some disgruntled Apple engineer that did that on their last day, you know? <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets have indefinitely suspended radio play-by-play announcer John Falk Wait, wait, we can't, uh, we can't yeah. say that. We can't, yeah, we say, can't that say that word. You can't say that word. John F. Word. Yeah, John F. Word, after a tweet he sent Monday, which included the N-word. Falk, who just completed his first season with the Hornets, was tweeting about the Utah Jazz-Denver Nuggets playoff game Monday afternoon. The tweet included the N-word instead of Nuggets. He just says that. He just types that word so often that his phone is like, we know where you're going with that's this. That's the thing. is like he just types <laughs> N, and that's just yeah. what it autofills. He doesn't even type N. It's just <laughs> your phone. His yeah. phone is just like, this is the word that's probably coming yeah. next. It's like, you haven't said the N-word in about five words. Are you sure? <laughs> this? It just reminds him. Yeah. His uh, phone got hacked if it's... Not saying it enough. Right. The tweet read, shot making in this jazz uh, nuggets. No, uh, that's not what it said, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, y- you can say that. I'm setting I, uh, you up for that career ending soundbite. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. That's, um, the tweet read, shot making in this jazz niggers game is awesome. Murray and Mitchell going back and forth. What a game. What makes it even better is that he's putting exclamation points all over this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, he's very, very excited to be dropping the N-word. <laughs> For, fuck Apollo. Did we ever decide Whoa, what, how you say this? that was a hard U there, uh, Carlos. Yeah, with a hard did, U. Yeah, but I didn't end it with a hard R. Folk, apologize. Folk or fuck, whatever the fuck. <laughs> apologize. I think, I think like fuck, like John Locke, right? Fuck, like John Locke. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's what he says to people, probably. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's yeah. probably has to say that every single time. Yeah. Can you imagine just, you know, that's probably what it is. Like, all through elementary school and high school, so many people made fun of him that it yeah. just, now he's just fucking angry. Oh, uh, yeah, he just uses the N-word all the time because of All that, the time, know? yeah. All the mm-hmm. time. So, Falk apologized on his Twitter account around 10 p.m. Monday night, saying, Earlier today, I made a horrific error while attempting to tweet about the Denver-Utah game. I don't know how I mistyped. I had and have no intention of ever using that word again, unless black people make me angry. <laughs> he did not say that last part, Carlos. Okay, okay, he did. Improvising. I, I, I made up the. I made up the unless people make me angry. Okay. Depending on who cuts me off in my car that day. Yeah. I will not be using that word. <laughs> yeah, so this just... dude got like legit canceled over this shit. Probably lost his job. They said they put him on like what was it, administrative leave or until further notice. He's kind of in the sh- shit house. So here, here's where I'm going with this. As someone that can't spell worth a fuck, I have to say this is where it pays to have next to nothing in followers. If I misspell my racial slurs by accident or whatever, I could go out for dinner, take a nap. You know, four hours later. I might have like one frowny face reaction to it or something. Yeah. So this guy, I mean, the thing is like, I don't think you should be fired for making a mistake, but the thing is, 
really like i'm gonna i'm actually gonna try it right now i'm gonna pull up my phone and i'm gonna try to type in nuggets well i can tell you how he did it i actually saw the story um where he tried to explain this shit just because it comes out so fluidly on your keyboard ian doesn't (laughs) doesn't mean no go ahead he basically said that like you know three or four out of the five or six letters were the same so he just like and if you look at the placement of the i next to the u and you look at the placement of at the end there like literally two of the letters were just right next to each other on the keyboard so it wasn't like a spelling thing it was a fat finger yeah. what he I, said i i feel like there should be a thing that comes up in your phone like before you ever you know that word is able to be completed yes. like do you like want to end your to, career yeah yeah like how they have to put two keys in to yes. arm a nuclear bomb exactly Oh, and the name of that book is "So You've Been Publicly Shamed." Yeah, that should be a feature. That you know, yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it for years now that people be like, "Oh, there should be some app that locks you out of your texting when you're drunk." It should yeah. be a similar thing. We're like, "Yeah, oh, hey, you sure you want to do this thing right here?" Especially like they should make that available, especially for people that are in the media, like do social media stuff professionally. Yeah. I, I remember years ago, I forget what I was. I don't even know. I was just typing something into Google, but then I realized, I noticed it was hilarious because Google always tries to predict or fill out the, re- what is, it? is there a term for that? Just predictive oh, pr- predictive text. text. Predictive yeah. So text, if yeah. you type N, obviously it'll predict a bunch. N-I, it will predict a bunch. N-I-G, it'll still predict. But once you do N-I-G-G, Google's like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not helping your ass. I have not no idea where you're going with this. I have no guesses. Like, it's just like it's programmed into the system. Fuck no. Don't even yeah. guess where this person is going with that word. Well, that's kind of like how iOS, I mean, it, it'll change to ducking. You know, everything I know. Is, yeah. Every fucking time I try to drop an F-bomb, a tasteful F-bomb, it always tries to fucking make me talk about goddamn ducks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would be useful for them to have that feature. But because of the ducking thing, I think it should be something you can turn off and on yourself. Because I, I fucking, I can't tell you how many, how annoyed I get at the whole fucking... That's why texting while driving is dangerous. It's because I'm constantly having to correct the fucking thing. Exactly. You're changing the duck back to fuck. Yeah, I gotta, con- you- gotta change all my curse words while I'm trying to drive. Uh, if I was an app developer, I would make an app that slur proofs your phone <laughs> and make billions of dollars right about now and, uh, you know, probably win a Nobel Peace Prize. There All right, go, Ian, you got this second one. I don't know if you guys are. This just happened. Well, this just happened today, basically. But uh, I have not this, heard about this one. Well, it's going to be a week and a half before this comes out. So Ooh, this, this, we'll, this sounds like a hot one right here. So uh, Cincinnati Reds announcer. Tom Brenneman suspended after using homophobic slow on air. Brenneman, slow? Uh, homophobic... Ah, shit. Yeah, Ian Tom is Brenneman. British. He <laughs> can't pronounce the R. He's, he's traded in his not being able to type for his not being able to read. Well, the problem is I spelled it correctly, so Ian's very confused go. right now. <laughs> so Cincinnati, Reed, uh, Cincinnati Reds announcer Tom Brenneman suspended after using... Homophobic slur on air. Brenneman was caught on a hot mic saying one of the fag capitals of the world while broadcasting before the top of the seventh inning in the first game of a doubleheader in Kansas City. Hey, oh. hey, hey Bobby, you notice how fucking Ian said the word like a man? I just, I, I, I went for it, bro. No one's getting canceled yeah, after that. Yeah. It's a cigarette, right? I'm, I'm smoking cigarettes here. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, we're British. That's what I was trying to tell you. That's why you couldn't say slur right. You, can't, you got a problem with your R's. So, so maybe Carlos has a spoiler on this one, but I'm guessing this was against the San Francisco Giants. Is that the team they were playing the doubleheader with? 
All right, now we are getting canceled. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> slow down. Good slow Lord. down. Okay. I don't know if he was just saying some dumb shit or talking about cigarettes, but uh, anyway. So Brennan continued to announce for the second game of the doubleheader against Kansas City Wednesday evening. Later in the game, Brenneman issued an apology to the public saying he is deeply sorry and prides himself on being a man of faith. Also, aka fucking dog whistle for a racist piece of shit. But I, 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 That's not a good defense right there. No, like, that, like, they're those men of faith are people who are the most homophobic. That's what I thought too. It's like, hey, I'm a man of faith. I was like, oh, okay, well then you really meant it then. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's what yeah, that makes He's, he's like, like, I'm a man of faith and God hates fags. Yes. Right. Racist, sexist, homophobic, man of faith. That all checks out. He's from the Westboro Baptist Church. Fuck Sports also issued a statement saying Brenneman has been scrapped from the NFL on Fox schedule for the 2020 season in the wake of his homophobic comments. And here's the thing. Is like I saw the clips. I listened to them. And I, I recognized the guy's voice. But I was like, there's no way. Because I, I never listened to Cincinnati Reds baseball. But then that's the thing. The guy also does national football games so like for a, Fox. A so this guy sports broadcaster yeah. on Fox, right? And it's, yeah. you know how it's, it's all about context and everything. And I totally believe that, like, the first guy, I can't imagine in a million years that that guy intentionally used that word. And this guy, that's just how he talks, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the thing is, like, it's, it's one thing to type it. Yeah. But when you fucking say that it out loud, what's your, the yeah, there's no like autocorrect talking on talking <laughs> yeah. out loud. Now, here's the thing, guys. I have the clip, and I'm going to play it for you guys. The fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair. <laughs> it, it almost sounds like somebody put that in on the audio. Right, but what's hilarious is there's a pause, and then he just goes into the commercial or whatever that he's fucking promoting. Uh. Do you hear that? <laughs> Brought to you by Blue Chew. Man. <laughs> yes. The fag capital city of the world. Brought to you by Blue Apron. <laughs> Dude, so he must have really thought like the mic was just completely fucking off and he was just having his little open mic moment right there. Yeah, I could see why he would get fired. Like that that dude just, that's just how he talks. I yeah, there's guess. no fat finger misspelling going on there. That's just like some homophobic bullshit. Yeah. yeah, no excuse for that. That was like, oh, man, that's not what I uh, intended uh, to say, even yeah. though that's exactly what I just said. I'm very religious. I only say that at church. Yeah. And what's yeah. just out of curiosity? Is he talking Kansas City is like a fag capital? Well, no, that's the, that's the, that's part of the question is like, what is he, because he doesn't address it. So big. So this is, this so is what nonchalant I'm with this just homophobia. Out there. Well, I mean, that's the that's the biggest question of it all. That's what I was wondering about. Is like, what the fuck? Now I want to know, like, what's the fag capital of the world? Yeah, I, mean, I want to see a list. I want I want a ranking. I always incorrectly assumed it was San Francisco, but maybe it's Kansas City. Who knows? Well, see, that's that's where you're gonna get us canceled. Yeah. Is by, by assuming Not it's San Francisco. Not there's anything wrong with the gays, but I hear that there's a lot of them in San Francisco. All right, and then so here's what happened. He said that, right? And that was before the game even started. And then, you know, he does whatever. And then he starts calling the game. Like, <laughs> right? Like nothing, like nothing happened, right? Oh, is he going to break it down player by player? Well, he goes into the game like nothing happened. And then out of nowhere, I guess, in the fifth inning, all right? Like he's already called four innings of this shit. In the fifth inning is when he breaks in with the apology. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. 
as Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I'm going to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. I mean, for using that kind of language, they're going to move him right over to Fox News, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what, yeah, that's probably what happened. You can't do yeah. the football games anymore because he's just, uh, he's got his own 8 o'clock show on they're Fox gonna News. They're going to give him a spot on Fox News. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, he got, he got that big promotion he was after. It's going to be either that or he's going to be the president of OANN. <laughs> but what's hilarious is that in the middle of his apology, someone hits a home run. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he and he has to call it. Right. He's got to call it. He's like, oh, that's going to be a home run. That's got to be like the most awkward home run call of all time. (laughs) It would have been so funny. Man, that fucking hit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I love Uh, how statistically not everybody watches the entire game every sitting. So people jump in after the fifth ending and they're just finally starting to watch the game and all of a sudden out of nowhere he just starts talking about some shit and you're like what the fuck is this yeah like man i really hate that i missed the first part of that game (laughs) i wish he would have in in his apology been like but in my defense i mean that is the capital of the world of fans (laughs) i mean real talk I mean, real, like, and then he brings in statistics, and it's like, listen, compared to every other city, this is the capital. He's got, like, a whole chart and everything. He's spreadsheets. You know, going back to what I was saying earlier about where people could choose to be punched by Mike Tyson, I feel like you should also have the choice to suck a dick in that. (laughs) If you get caught, like, in this guy's situation here. Yeah, it's like uh, like Stanhope's old. I think it's in one of his albums. I heard yeah, him tell that joke. It's, oh, it's on no refunds. Okay, yeah. So where he wants yeah. to talk is like, yeah, I just like saying nigger and I like saying fag, but I'm not homophobic or racist. So I just want a picture of me sucking a black guy's dick so I can show people. I'm like, no, look, I'm not racist or homophobic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> like saying these words. I grew up saying them. I'm not trying to be racist or homophobic. But with it, but again, with this particular guy though, it's just like what? Like, can you imagine any context where that would be acceptable? Yeah, where you could just explain that away. No, that guy fucking he does not like gay people, and he just talks like that all the time. He's right? A dick. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like even like if we were talking about just say a place where there's a lot of gays or San Francisco, as Ian keeps fucking trying to shove down our throats, yeah. we would just say like, oh yeah, that's just the gay capital of the world. We wouldn't say fag capital of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who uses the word fag anymore? That's like 1980s shit right there. It's not that the only people that use it in that sort of context would be somebody that actually is homophobic. Yeah, dude. I mean, I just call them fabulous. I mean... Yeah. 
But the other reality of it is it's, it's sports. It's probably the one aspect of show business, if you can call it that, or just entertainment, where there's the, probably the biggest amount of homophobes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why there's no... Rarely do you see the gays coming out as gay, at least while they're playing. They'll come out later after they've been retired for years or after they've been in prison and shot themselves or hung themselves. <laughs> yeah, they'll I, come out as I, gay. I, I mean, I haven't heard that word roll off somebody's tongue so easily since Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, exactly. And that ended up well. <laughs> Alright guys, moving on to our main topic of the night, the indecorous history of political sex scandals. When it comes to the world of political sex scandals, it seems like people, and especially hack comedians, aren't familiar with many besides Bill Clinton and his cigar antics. But tonight, we wanted to shed some light on some of our favorite lesser-known political sex scandals, some of which date back to our founding fathers. Also, I want to mention that Bobby wrote this script, so there might not be as many misspellings, so there won't be as much fun with misspellings tonight, because this is Bobby's work. And because you wrote it, Bobby, I'll let you take the first one. Back in the late 1820s, Andrew Jackson's Secretary of War, John Henry Eaton, had an affair with Margaret O'Neill Timberlake. That's Justin Timberlake's grandmother, right? Yeah, great, great, great. Great, great, great. Yeah, that's disrespectful the first time. That's, that, that, I think this is what probably inspired that, uh, what is it, Get Your Sexy Back? Yeah, <laughs> Bring in Sexy Back. Bring in Sexy that's Back. A, he, yeah. he was resurrecting his grandma, his yeah, great, yeah, great grandma. He, he was channeling his great, great grandma when he yeah. wrote. Yeah, Justin Timberlake, also an excellent necromancer. Yes. Um... Her husband was so distraught when he found out that it drove him to suicide. Uh, uh, so, you, you know you're always going to get Ian when you mention suicide. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're always going to get the lulls when you mention suicide around uh, it's Ian. Such a, such a bitch move, but yeah, I get it. So it was customary back in the day for a guy to marry his brother's widow if he was killed in battle. But Eaton took that mindset a step further and married the widow whose husband's suicide he was partly to blame for. So I, I'm trying to I'm trying to follow this. So he married the widow of the guy. He, he you, married you his mistress, basically. Like they got caught fucking. Like it became public knowledge, and then the guy killed himself. And he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll marry her now." Oh yeah, that was his. Yeah, he uh, just married his mistress, and it wasn't his fun. This is <laughs> right. adultery so convenient. If everyone was like this, if I was like, oh, here's a hot chick I want to bang, but she's married, I guess I'll just fuck her anyway, and the husband will commit suicide. Yeah. That would be like the best. Honestly, that would be the worst because now you have to marry her. Yeah, <laughs> take her with the, the child. The whole, the whole fun of it would be like, hey, I get to have sex with this woman, but I don't have to take her out or anything. She's I don't married. Have to keep the kids. <laughs> yeah, now that her fucking husband killed her, so like, ah, fuck. Now I'm stuck with her. I've never been in that situation, but I would imagine like the like, ooh, we could get caught. This is wrong. That's probably like why some of those people do it in the first place yeah know? yeah and she can't get too clingy because you can be like ah oh, well you're married yeah I, if you weren't married oh i'd spend all day with you but yeah. you know and it, then this asshole kills himself now you're stuck yeah then you get married and it's like oh, i gotta fuck my wife i guess 
<laughs> I, I do um, like that uh, back in the day we had a Secretary of War. That sounds so much so badass. Dude, that sounds badass, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, now we have Secretary of Defense. Sounds like yeah. a half fag capital of the world, is what I say. Yeah, that went from, like, Metallica level down to, like, New Kids on the Block level. Yeah, that went from, like, Metallica level to 90s Metallica level. It, 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 would, it would be kind of funny if we didn't change that until after the, uh, you know, we dropped a nuclear bomb on Japan. And we're like, no, this is all about defense, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smart rebranding. Yeah. All right. Ian's all got right. this next one. All right. So James Henry Hammond, congressman and later senator from South Carolina, had a college friend that was also his gay lover. In an effort to prove how straight he was, he pursued what he called a little... Da- I've never seen that one before. It's, little... it's, uh, it's pronounced heads. <laughs> <laughs> a little dalliance with his teenage nieces and raped his female slaves including a 12 year old girl holy shit so this guy basically to prove he was straight even though he was obviously gay he starts fucking children is that is that how it worked this is yeah basically yeah according to wikipedia yeah so he was drawing the ire of fucking a baseball announcer and was just like god damn it i'm a straight man i'm gonna go have sex with a 12 year old yeah okay. that's basically what, that what this, that's what the cincinnati reds guy should do it's just like hey i'm I'm a very religious guy, and then just fuck a twelve-year-old to I'm prove straight. how religious he is. Yeah, yeah. So to rebuild I, I, the street cred, yeah. I raped this virgin, but I gave her dad fifty shekels, so I'm good with <laughs> I'm good with the Lord. So when fucking his nieces became public knowledge, it derailed his 1846 Senate bid. But I guess his constituents were willing to forgive the whole niece and slave rape thing and reelected him in 1857. Aw, see, this is the great thing about America is we give everyone a second chance, right? <laughs> So I see that it's like about 11 years different. So maybe what it was is like the kids grew up and they were hot and they're like, ah, they turned out hot. So it's okay. It's like that hack comedian joke that says something to the effect of now I don't feel as guilty masturbating to reruns of Punky Brewster because she turned out to be hot. That was Ian's closer when he was still doing stand up. <laughs> He's just covering for it by saying, ah, you know, these hack comics that used to do that stuff. It shows about how long ago I did stamp comedy that the Punky Brewster reference was even relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ian is 85 years old. So, Carlos, you have this next one. <laughs> hey, Carlos, take us home on this next one, would you? <laughs> President James Buchanan had a homosexual affair for years with Franklin Pierce's VP, William Rufus King, that eventually led to Andrew Jackson nicknaming him King Miss Nancy. <laughs> he nicknamed King Miss Nancy, Holy which shit. Miss Nancy was my uh, elementary school bus driver. <laughs> so, okay, let me do that again. Then we'll, uh, that eventually led to Andrew Jackson nicknaming King quote Miss Nancy unquote. King Miss Nancy though does sound like a good. Yeah, I like that better. You know what I mean? That sounds like a like somebody that would been on Drag Race. You know that, what I'm saying? That sounds like a nickname that Trump would come up with for somebody yeah, else. Yeah, right right. Now. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah. King Miss Nancy Pelosi. Here comes yeah. King Miss Nancy. That, so that Nancy thing's been around since the 1800s. That might have been where it came from. Who knows? You know, yeah, that's you. true. Yeah. <laughs> And Maybe VP. that was the origin. So I've, might... I've heard Andrew Jackson was a giant asshole, though. So this, yeah. this is just the, the least of it that he did. Yeah, there could, there could be a double entendre here on that VP thing because in the gay world, there's tops, bottoms, and versatile. So I'm thinking the V might be versatile. So versatile penis. I, I don't know. You know so much about that world. 
Yeah, we can we can always count on Ian to take it to the next level. When like me and Bobby are like, what, what the, okay. I'm well researched in all sex acts, even those that disgust me. But yes, that's good. So James Whoa. Buchanan was gay or bi curious at least. Yeah, at least. I mean, he apparently had a yeah had a homosexual affair with uh, Franklin Pierce's vice president. I love how back then they would just call this like a indiscretion. Just like, oh, it was just a one-time yeah. thing. I'm not really gay, though. I Totally straight. Just, the, you know, just the boys having fun. You yeah. Know? I, I went to conversion therapy. <laughs> I'm good now. All right, Bobby, you got this next one. Grover Cleveland was accused of raping and impregnating a widow named Maria Crofts Halpin. When the news became public that he was paying child support for their rape baby, Cleveland stepped up to do the right thing and had Halpin institutionalized. <laughs> 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 this are the We're, good old days yeah like you could just, just anybody could sign off on any woman being institutionalized with his acknowledgement that he fathered the child his political opponents adopted the chant ma ma where's my pa gone to the white house ha 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 now that's fantastic yeah, that's pretty good that's that nursery rhyme is, ma ma where's my pa gone to the white house ha 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 yeah because do you know how hard it was to get things to catch on before like the telephone yeah yeah <laughs> you know? that's right yeah, I mean, yeah like, to, this was like written down and like all right guys we got to say this at this rally and but the, yeah. yeah, because back in the, if this was today, that shit would have gone viral. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been, everybody would have been saying, Mama, where's my pa gone to the White House? Ha ha ha. This would have been the, today's WAP. Right? <laughs> W-A-P, is that what the kids are listening to now? The yeah. wet ass pussy? I, I just found out <laughs> what that means <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> wait, wait, help me out here. What does it mean? WAP, wet ass pussy. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I always thought God. it was a I, racial I, story against Italians. But yeah, I was I'm about just... to say. Yeah. No, no, no. W-A-P, wet-ass pussy, but when they do the clean version is wet and gushy, which kind of sounds even more gross. It's wag at that huh. point? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. And the song, yeah, it would sound like wag, but it's wet-ass pussy. Okay. You guys wouldn't know about that shit. <laughs> so, Ian, take us to this next one. All right. William Campbell Preston Breckenridge, a Democrat congressman from Kentucky with four fucking names for some reason, uh, was sued by his former mistress, Madeline Pollard for breach of promise after he failed to marry her following his wife's death. So, so you mean to tell me there was like a fucking promise ring or some sort of pinky swear <laughs> shit? And if you uh, didn't play your cards right, then the, the lady could pull the old rigmarole on you and take you to court? Holy shit. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like that one guy that we talked about earlier was a chump. He's like, oh, no, your, your husband committed suicide. So now I have to fucking marry yeah. you. Yeah, that was, he did that voluntarily. This, yeah. She took him, took him to court. Yeah. Dude, so while it's now a cliche for women to pressure men into marriage, this is the first case we've ever heard of a woman taking that shit to court. God damn. Her fucking female strategy dating game was like epic. Yeah, she <laughs> sued him into marriage. <laughs> you know that was going to be a fucking love in marriage. Imagine fucking yeah. marrying somebody because there's a court order that you have to be married <laughs> to. Them. God damn. What, when's that rom-com coming out? <laughs> All right, Bobby, Bobby, take us to this next one, man. So not to be outdone by the bad luck that Breckenridge had with his mistress, Utah Senator Arthur Brown was shot to death in 1906 by his longtime mistress, Anne Madison Bradley, who was also the mother of his two bastard children. Despite apparently being okay with the fact that Brown was married the whole time they were together, 
Bradley drew the line at the discovery of Brown's other mistress and put a cap in his ass. <laughs> so, wait, so so she was pissed that he had other mistresses? Yeah, you can have a main chick, but you can't have a side chick. That's Everybody knows side chick law. No, but wait, I'm assuming he was married, right? Yeah, he was married. He was and married, the, and then he had a side chick, which was Ann Madison Bradley. Yeah. But then he had another one. Yep, he got a, he got a third, and yep, and that's where Bradley drew the line. So Bradley was the side piece. Yeah, she was the side so piece. So what was what does that make the third person then? I, I think uh, it, I think it means it's, she turned into piece? a gremlin. It's th- a second side once removed. Once removed piece. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rule is like if you don't kill the first one before you get the third one, they become a gremlin. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like the Highlander. They, there must be only one or something. Yeah, there can be only one side check. I wonder if they had like fucking the long crazy nails like they have these days. Who knows. Just me. Oh, all right. Yeah, we'll find out on uh, this season of the Side Chicks of Charlotte. Yeah, the Side Hose of Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what it's, was it called? Side Hose? Uh, I mean, I, it's the same thing, but yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And they all have the crazy fucking nails like gremlins, and now we know. Well, why. and they do. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, I just heard today that Drunk History got canceled, so we'll never know. Dear God. Yeah. That's the only place I ever got history. That, you know, we should fucking bank on that, because I'm drunk every time we do this history shit, so it's basically would, the same thing. That would be kind of funny, just like, yeah, everybody gets drunk, and just starts using slurs and shit. <laughs> So in, 19, in 1974, Wilbur Mills, a Democratic congressman from Arkansas, was found sloppy drunk with a stripper named Fan Fox. That's pretty good. I think that's yeah. what they named Fox News after was actually. Yeah. Pre- <laughs> Everybody one thinks it's, it's 20th Century Fox. No, it was Fan Fox, the stripper from Arkansas. <laughs> no relation to Red Fox. Yeah. He was, re- he was reelected anyway, but eventually resigned after he gave a drunken press conference from the stripper's burlesque house dressing room. <laughs> I, was, yeah, he gave I was, a press conference from her dressing room while hammered but that's the thing is like if he had done it sober would that made it any better <laughs> exactly there's just like costumes in the background and shit <laughs> yeah that's right yes like oh, that that's the part that was at it like, oh, i can't believe he yeah there's like it just drunk. pans over to the shelf full of pasties <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna give this strip club a bad name showing yeah. up drunk like this <laughs> all right so bobby take us to the, on this next one my man. all right uh democratic congressman from ohio wayne hayes's political career came to an end in 1976 after a sex scandal with a woman named Elizabeth Ray, who was on his payroll as a clerk secretary. She admitted her actual job duties were providing Hayes sexual favors and was quoted as saying, I can't type, I can't file, I can't even answer the phone. Oh, you never admitted that shit. You're supposed to say I was the best secretary ever. I wasn't well, just a fucking well, girl getting hand jobs. And she that- was. That would be awesome if they didn't do anything inappropriate and that was just how she quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, listen, I can't file, I can't type, I can't even answer the phone. How are you not even able to answer the phone? Yeah. <laughs> you just open, just pick it up and go, ah! <laughs> like, what is this? And then you just throw it at people. Yeah. Like, there's a voice coming out of this machine. <laughs> What is this sorcery? (laughs) (laughs) And we're talking, by the way, we're talking about 1976. We're way past the old days. This person in 1976 (laughs) could not figure out a fucking phone. Broads back then, that's all they did was those rotary phones and fucking typewriters and shit. Holy, holy fuck. (laughs) So she wasn't really fit as a woman, if you think, think about it from the time perspective. 
Just me? Okay, I'm going to transition from she, that sexist she, comment into this. She's so useless. She's like, God, just objectify me already. Uh, yeah, this is like, look, I got a hole. That's, <laughs> that's all I can offer. Well, I got two, depending yeah. on how drunk I, I, I am. I'm a three-trick pony. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> you got to count that third hole there, bro. Anyway, uh, in, in 1982, Republican congressman from California, John G. Schmidt, who was also a leader of the ultra-conservative John Birch Society, watch out, admitted to having a second family but refused to accept or support his two children from said second family, and they became wards of the state. Wow. What a... That sounds fitting for someone from the fucking John Birch Society. They're all about that, get us out of the United Nations, the South will rise again, they're going to take away our guns bullshit. So yeah, yeah Looney Tunes with tinfoil hats for sure. Right. Supposedly, at least, because they're conservative, they're supposed to be family values, and that's this guy's family values is... Well, your first family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, their first family. Not your side family. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's how you get a pass. <laughs> where's that reality show, The Side Families of Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see like those little glossy eyed, cute little orphan tears. And then the daddy eating the fucking big steak at Ruth's Chris with the real family. You know, <laughs> noodles for the side family. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. In 1989, Republican representative from Maryland, Robert Bauman, was charged with soliciting sex from a 16-year-old male prostitute. Bauman went to rehab for booze, and the charges were dropped, but he was defeated for re-election. All right. So this guy, I guess it, finally it doesn't work out for one of these people, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it mean, seems like all these indiscretions are just like, yeah, we, but we, we liked your policies. We but the thing it. is, the thing though is like, I mean, I don't know, I'd have to go back through all of them. But this one right here, man, is one of the ones that I'd most likely be to forgive. It's like, all right, you want to have sex with a male prostitute? Fucking have at it. I mean, you probably should have waited till they were eighteen or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but at least, you know, I have nothing against prostitution or homosexuality. But then this is the guy that got defeated for real. Like, I guess th th that's the thing is like, if it's gay. It just doesn't play. Oh, that rhyme. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that, yeah, yeah. that's a yeah, bumper sticker. If it right gays, there. it doesn't play. Yeah, that was the slogan that his political opponent used to defeat him. Yeah, if it actually, if it had been a dude, you know what? I bet you, if it would have been a female prostitute, this dude would have gotten reelected. Yeah, double standards right, for sure. And that bumper sticker would have read, "Vote for so and so, he fucks." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought uh, that card Fox F O C H S. Yes. <laughs> uh, Congressman Barney Frank from Massachusetts was reprimanded by the House in 1989 for fixing 33 parking tickets for the male escort who lived with him and conducted his escort service from Frank's apartment, supposedly without his knowledge. <laughs> what? He ran a whole me? escort service from his apartment, but he's like, I don't know what the. He takes a lot of phone calls. I just don't know. Yeah. He, he, loves, he loves chatting on the phone, this guy. Yeah, there were Dude. a lot of comings and goings. <laughs> so the author yeah. of Dodd-Frank, the famous financial regulation that we all know and love, was yeah. fucking some prostitutes? Male pro so he's gay? Yeah, dude, he was he was the first openly gay. Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if he was when he was elected. Yeah, but I know he Frank. was gay. Yeah, if, I've seen him on uh, Bill Maher's show a bunch. Yeah, like huh. again, this is one of those things. Like, I don't give a fuck about the gay shit, but goddamn, yeah. I, I've had to pay every fucking parking ticket I ever get. I <laughs> Yeah, I don't care about the escort or the gay ship, but the parking yeah. tickets, hmm. Yeah, run, run a, yeah, you can have a whole prostitution ring running from your fucking... That, that's how you finance your campaigns is through prostitution <laughs> money. But man, fucking, I want to get off of parking tickets. Fuck you. Well, I'll fuck a prostitute if it gets me off a parking ticket, bro. Yeah, no shit. All right, Ian's so, uh, got this next one. 
So Democratic Senator Brock Adams from Washington did not run for re-election in 1992 after being accused by eight women of sexual misconduct, ranging from sexual harassment to rape. He denied the accusations and was not charged, but he did set a precedent that women should never trust a gay guy named Brock. It doesn't no, say you it had doesn't gay say gay guy. Good lord, okay. Ian. It just says guy, ah, not gay guy. guy. Jesus Christ. Where does oh, my imagination lord. go with all this shit? I mean, it, I mean, I guess we should be proud of you that you just didn't call him autistic, too. Fucking, uh, take two. He denied the accusations and was not charged, but he did set the precedent that women should never trust a guy named Brock. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say the F word. <laughs> I thought I was too, man. I, I was about to fucking slip up and blow it for everybody. Yeah, I, I do agree with the, the name Brock already should be like number one red flag. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a feeling that's going to go the way of Adolf. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's funny about it is that it'll just go the way of Adolf just by like number of Brocks making that name bad. At least with Adolf, it was Hitler. It's just like, okay, this guy's a piece of shit. But Brock is just going to be like, yeah. it's just going to add up. Like Brock after Brock after Brock are going to fuck up enough. Then I was like, okay, yeah, fucking Brock is yeah. canceled. We got to kill off the whole line. I'm surprised. Is Brock, is that not a thing yet where Brock is a name like Karen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, there's a there's a company too called Brock's. They spell it different, but the candy company. Nah, that they, should definitely, we, we should turn that into a slur. Where it's like, ah, oh, man, that guy's a fucking Brock. <laughs> So, so who do we go so far? A, that would work. That would work. I yeah, like I think it definitely. Yeah, but Karen and Brock. There you go. So the, the famous Brock is like the, the, the little kid that like raped a college-age kid that raped a girl and got away with it because he was well-connected. Is that the Brock that I'm thinking yeah, of? Yeah, he got like six months in oh, prison that's, for that's raping the past that one. Brock Turner, yeah. Yeah, so I think we just need oh, a second Brock dude. to commit the same type of crime and then boom. Now it's a thing, you know? Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that that's the name of that, that kid. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So Bro which bad Brock were you going for? Brock Lesnar or something? <laughs> we're gonna, I was going for just anybody named Brock. <laughs> I, I was, yeah. That was, yeah. We know, we need to turn that into a thing. All right, yeah, so, that that actually, that really does work. So yeah. uh, From now on, know. that's going to be our thing. Check it out in our Indecorous merchandise store, the Brock shirt. <laughs> yeah. And if our if our tens of fans could go ahead and spread the word that that's the male equivalent, then yes, uh, that'd be that's great. That's the male equivalent. Yep. So in 1995, Republican Senator... See, I'm glad we're finally to the years when I was born, because I'm 30. <laughs> so in 1995, Republican Senator from Oregon, Robert Packwood, resigned after 29 women came forward with claims of sexual harassment, abuse, and assault... All of which denied, but he was contradicted by his diaries, boasting of his sexual conquest. Oh my God, he had diaries. Yeah, Pat he's like he did, he's so he's like yeah, I didn't rape that chick, and then in his diaries, like man, I totally raped that chick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to himself. Yeah, yeah. Dear diary, I totally raped that chick. <laughs> Packwood was heavily criticized by fellow Republican Dan Burton, who said. No one, regardless of what party they serve or what branch of government they serve, should be allowed to get away with these alleged sexual improprieties. And then in 1998, Vanity Fair printed an article about Burton's 1983 affair that produced a child, and he admitted to fathering an illegitimate son with a former state employee. You know what, Dude. guys? I'm starting to think these politicians might be a bit hypocritical. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're not telling us the truth all the time. It seems like it. I think I'm most let down by the fact that he keeps a diary like he's an 18th century fucking poet or some shit. I mean, if you're going to keep a diary about this sort of shit, then at least write it in some sort of code. 
Like, he, he, don't don't straight up be like, ah, I totally uh, fucking... Bring that bro in the ass. I was yeah, hot. Yeah, be like, oh, I seduced. He, this yeah, it's it's not <laughs> it's not even so much a diary at that point. It's just a, a confession. Yeah, basically, <laughs> right. Yeah, I believe that's what the police call it, right? Yeah. All right, Bobby, you're up next. Congressman Ed Schrock from Virginia gave up his 2004 attempt for a third term in Congress after being caught on tape soliciting sex from men after having, wait for it, aggressively opposing gay marriage and gays in the military. Yeah, this is another thing uh, where I like, and I've talked to you guys off mic. Usually we record the podcast and then I never talk to you guys because I try to avoid <laughs> you guys at all costs. <laughs> But there's been a couple of times when I've talked to you off mic. And yeah, yeah. This is, we could do a whole episode about all these congressmen and politicians who are super anti-gay until they get caught being gay. I love the yeah, fact that yeah. the guy was doing this on tape somehow. Like, Was this like a sting operation or was it just like, it's going to be a sweet porno video, bro. I know you don't like the gays, but hey, let's just keep it in the family. I mean, how do you talk someone into doing that? I'm assuming it was undercover type of shit where like somebody wanted to take this guy down. Which, yes. I'm part, which, yeah. I'm not, which I'm not against. I'm like, fuck you, man. I was like, I don't mind you being gay, but if you're going to be like gay and oppose gay rights, you're yeah. the biggest piece of shit in yeah. the world. Yeah, That's just, just that self-loathing. That <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. All yeah. right, so Ian, you got this next one. All right, in 2006, Florida Republican Representative Mark Foley resigned. Oh, the wrestler? <laughs> oh, that's, dude. that's Mick Foley. Oh, that's Mick Foley. Yeah, that's, right. his, that's his brother, oh, my Mark. God. You, you almost ruined my childhood with this one, <laughs> yeah, dude. Bobby. Think of the fucking guy with the fucking I mean, sock not, on his hand. Not as bad as your uncle did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, professional wrestler of mankind, okay, yeah. Mark Foley, resigned his house seat after being accused of sending sexually explicit emails to teenage male congressional pages. Tim Mahoney, who won Foley's former seat and ran on a campaign promise to make a world that's safer, more moral, also resigned after admitting he placed his mistress on his staff and had multiple other affairs. Uh, I bet he put his mistress on his staff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, that's the oh, show, man. everybody. Thank yeah. you for listening. High five, dude. Yeah, high five. Right <laughs> Holy shit. Carlos is on fire tonight. Yeah, on fire. Wait, now, we need that, wait, did you get that air horn handy? In 2010, Representative Eric Massa from New York resigned to avoid an ethics investigation into his admitted groping and tickling of multiple male staffers. Ah, oh, tickling. <laughs> I knew we were going to get Ian turned on that, before that, this episode kind of was over. That fucking just gets me every time, bro. Well, <laughs> listen, Massa went on Fox News and really owned that shit by saying, not only did I grope him, I tickled him until he couldn't breathe. <laughs> Dude, that's the way to fucking just go right... I mean, if someone catches you doing some dirty shit, fucking just steer right into the fucking curve, bro. Go right for yeah. that shit. Own it. No, he was that's owning what, that tickle fight. I will say that, too. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him credit. I was like, yeah, mother... I fucking tickled some motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what, what of it? What of it, motherfucker? I'll tickle you, too, motherfucker. <laughs> you want some of this? <laughs> you want some of this? I'll give it... You want some it. of this tickle? You got some of this tickling. I challenge mankind, Mark Foley. Come over here, motherfucker. Yeah, dude, I don't respect the raping, but I respect the tickling. Bobby, you got this next one. Right. Republican representative from Tennessee, Scott Desjardins, admitted under oath to at least six affairs, including two with his patients while he was a doctor. Despite running on a pro-life platform, he made his ex-wife have two abortions and tried to persuade his former patient and mistress to have an abortion. Yeah, this dude's a total piece of... I mean, this guy This guy wasn't even pro-life. He was, like, pro-abortion. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Like he was going for a high score on abortion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a he was a plop pro life on paper. Yeah, that's a good a little acronym for that. He's a plop. He's a yeah. We got we've coined Brock. We've coined plop. We're fucking coining shit all over the place on this Fuck podcast. Yeah. All right, Ian, take us home with this one, Ian. In the Peace Day Resistance, former Speaker of the House Dennis Hassert from Illinois pled guilty in 2015 to structuring bank withdrawals to pay off a young male victim he had abused years earlier. He eventually admitted he sexually abused boys while working as a high school wrestling coach decades earlier. Upon hearing of this story, many said touching children is a victimless crime, and by many, we mean, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> we mean Ian. I wrote that part. I wrote that part. I, 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 I. <laughs> but yeah, Dennis Hassert, I remember this, and this was just he, like five years ago. Yeah, he, dude, he was the longest serving Republican Speaker of the House. Yep, and he and was a, a fucking pedophile, yeah. Dude, and on the topic of wrestling coaches and such, if you guys want to sit on my knee here for story time, I've got a little personal story on this topic. This is my campfire creepypasta fucking story. When I was in middle school, my math teacher was also the wrestling coach, also the city's boy scout leader, and he was also a pedophile. Yeah, but that's like, like the hat trick right that's there. A, yeah. That's a fucking threat. Well, right after, yeah. after the first things you said, I think you could have just left out pedophile. That goes yeah. without saying. We all I mean, to, to quote the late great... Clint Nor, that's like saying it twice. Yep. <laughs> so here, here's the fucked up part. Like, I had no idea. They didn't catch this guy until like 10 years ago, maybe. So I was pretty fucking shocked because like I didn't know about it. None of my friends knew about it. So he, he was either like a pedophile ninja or like me and all my friends were just fucking ugly because like yeah. none of us had any idea. We didn't Wait, get is, any fucking looks from him or nothing. Is this the guy that you were telling us taught you so many wonderful things about your butthole? No. Is this why you have such high esteem for your butthole? <laughs> That's because I do goatsy very well, Carlos. Get your story right, bro. Anyway, um, so but here's the thing, like, did he just like take a year off because our entire class was just like ugly little fuckers with fucked up teeth and frosted tips? Or was he just like a ninja? Because like we, no one had any clue about this until like 10 years ago. I mean, but the thing is like every kid looks like that at that age. That's what I've, I've said that before. I used to say it when I did stand-up. I was just like, I don't understand pedophiles because... What's the appeal? Well, I mean, well yeah. That. Like have you seen kids, man? Like their, their teeth are always jacked up. Like their hands are always sticky. And they Please. can't suck dick for shit. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh, come now on, guys. Oh, okay. boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> but that does remind me. And actually, I was talking to my friends that I play poker with. Uh, somebody brought up Stan Hope's Fun with Pedophiles book. Are you guys familiar with that one? Yeah. Sounds like a fun yeah, book, yeah. though. Coffee table book, I presume? It is a great, great. It's one of the most hilarious books. It's very, very short. It's a very, very short <laughs> book. But he uh, published it, I don't know, at this point, probably. Well, actually, it says right here, 2006. I, I'm holding it right now. 2006, so about 14 years ago. And if you haven't read this book, it is worth getting because it is hilarious. He used to get on old AOL chat rooms and just beginning days of the Internet and bait pedophiles and then just fuck with them, like do hilarious yeah. shit. But the first chapter, it is about him uh, baiting this guy doing a whole wrestling fantasy. And the first thing that he says here, the way that the chapter opens, is says, anyone who wrestles when they don't have to should be suspect. 
<laughs> so that's so, from the the great Doug Stanhope said it what years before this whole Dennis Hassard thing wait, ever come so out. So is that when is that back when like you could turn a pedophile into AOL and they'd be like, All right, now if he does this two more times, we're gonna yeah. kick him off. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when he was like, Oh, red flag. Yeah. <laughs> but if he gets another seventeen of these red flags, we might give him a double red flag. Yeah, we're gonna Cancel give him a miracle online account. We're gonna give him a stern talking to, I tell you. So, going to our next segment, guys, our final segment of the podcast, Indiana Laws, everybody. We do this every week, as Ian likes to tell people, even though we don't. <laughs> and then I walk it back because I realize I just said something stupid. Yeah. So yeah, we're every do week that. we end on Indiana Laws. Every week we do Indiana Laws. Carlos isn't nice and, enough to edit out the parts yeah. I fuck up. And no, it's funny no, no, to him, no. so there you go. And not even stupid it's... laws, just regular common sense Indiana laws. Uh, yeah, we're just doing just laws, just, just in case anybody has a... <laughs> yeah, murder illegal there too. <laughs> and case, just in case, yeah, we're just going to give you what the speed limit is in every town <laughs> in Indiana. So like if you take a trip, you know that you can't say like, oh, I know what I'm getting into because I listen to a decorous... <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Bobby, you can take us on this first one. No one may catch a fish with his or her bare hands or a firearm. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that they added firearm to that as well. Yeah, no no, no fist fighting or shooting anyone. Yeah. I was Either, believe, it, what about in a Sharknado kind of situation? Would they pause this law for that? I, you know, this is when the, the, that's when the law gets uh, murky. Yeah, not according to Indiana Code fourteen twenty two nine one section one a. Yeah, I've been led to believe by really bad B movies that machine guns are the only way you can kill a Sharknado. <laughs> I I think yeah and that oh and I I should premise it with that I'm glad you said that Bobby these are actual laws because it's fucking it's a nightmare finding these laws because anybody will post any fucking horse shit on the internet yeah. <laughs> and then because it's the on the internet uh, people are like oh it's true I yeah. saw it on the internet if you don't and, believe me just look up QAnon one of these days yeah. <laughs> I think what they're trying to say is like you got to use a fish hook or whatever. But hey, it doesn't say anything about stabbing fish. You can stab them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And and going back to the machine gun thing, as Arnold Schwarzenegger taught us in the movie End of Days, machine gun can also be used to kill the devil. Oh, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I didn't find any laws about not being able to kill the devil with a machine gun. So yeah. that, I think, is still legal in Indiana. Just don't fucking shoot the fish. Leave your well, AK at home. Well, that's why really religious states are also very gun-friendly. But I do, I do think that if you're fucking enough of a badass that you can fucking punch a fucking fish and yeah. knock it out, you should be able to keep that fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can box out a fish. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you can, if you can, yeah, exactly. If you can yeah. throw hands with a fish, then fucking you should keep that fish. Yeah. If you're enough of a Native American warrior that you can catch a fish with your bare hands, yeah, that is fucking your fucking fish right there. Yeah, that's right. You get to fuck that fish. Yeah, that's right. You're taking it to the extreme, but fuck yeah, man. Once you fucking punch somebody out, you own that motherfucker. <laughs> Bobby, you can take out this next one. Liquor stores have to sell uniced or warm sodas. Yeah, the, huh. the whole reasoning for this is apparently they're afraid that if they sell cold sodas, people are just going to mix shit up like right on the spot or some shit. Yeah. Party too hard right there, live in the moment kind of thing. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, nobody would do something crazy like just, you know, drink liquor by itself. 
<laughs> it's somewhat yeah. cold Fort Loco. Probably a mass murder situation, but if it's a warm Fort Loco, then, then just sit at home and feel bad, probably. Yeah, I feel like the person drinking the warm Four Loco is more likely to murder somebody. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, like, they're acting like lukewarm is alcoholic's kryptonite. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all about temperature. These people can keep it under control if it weren't for the temperature. Yeah, exactly. All right, Ian, you got this next one. All right, you can get out of pain for a dependent's medical care by praying for them. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, you can actually that is a magic trick right there. Like if you have a dependent, you have a kid or something, you got to get them medical care if they're sick. But if you don't, then you can go to court and be like, "Ah, well, you know, I prayed for him." Yeah. Dude, so if you have a bastard kid you don't like, then this is the hack for you. Yeah. Maybe you want to yeah, get yeah. rid of that kid. Maybe you have an insurance policy, who knows. That's what that guy whose name I forgot was going for. <laughs> He's like, like, I prayed for them. They don't need food. They don't need money for food. I was like, what else do you want from me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actual substance and things of value. (laughs) All right. So this next one, it's illegal to sniff glue, right? Which I think is illegal in a lot of places. But the way they specified is a a person who, with intent to cause a condition of intoxication, (laughs) euphoria, excitement, (laughs) acceleration, stupefaction, or dulling of the senses, ingests or inhales the fumes of model glue. So it's like you can sniff glue, but just not for any fun reason. Not for merriness, basically. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If sniffing glue makes you sad, then yeah, go for it. Yeah. Huh. Somebody's like, hey, what are you doing sniffing that glue? He's like, uh, uh, escaping? He's like, oh, okay, yeah. you could Drowning out my sorrows? I mean... Yeah, yeah. carry on. And just don't get too happy out of it, or we're calling the cops. <laughs> All right, Bobby, this is the next one. You got this next one. In South Bend, there was a law that specifically stated you can't force a monkey to smoke a cigarette. Yep, that yeah. is true. Like, again, I, I verified all of these. And apparently that one came from, like, some dude was seen walking around South Bend fucking feeding his monkey a fucking cigarette. Well, wasn't that after all those those monkeys won that class action tobacco lawsuit? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah Isn't that, that, that what yeah, started that? That's a, yeah, that was big monkey tobacco. So the government <laughs> will protect monkeys, but never a fucking person. No human being will get protected from big tobacco. But monkeys... Yeah, let's protect those fuckers. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's animal abuse. But otherwise, yeah, go ahead, fucking knock yourself out. And Ian, <laughs> you can you can take us home with this last one. Woo. Okay. Every insurance company not <laughs> take organized. Take us home, Ian. Ian, take it home. Take but, it home. Uh, right, let's go on. Let's yeah. show some enthusiasm here. We're taking home it home. Plate, son. Slide here down. we go, Ian. You got close. You're the closer. He's coming around third. All right, come on, Ian. That's a, a capital of fags. I'm still in. I'm still in home plate. Going for that rape joke that's going to get us canceled. Okay, anyway, every insurance company not organized under the laws of Indiana, and each domestic company electing to be taxed and doing business with this state shall, on or before March 1st of each year, report to the department under the oath of the president and secretary the gross amounts of all premiums received by it on policies of insurance covering risks within this state or in the case of marine or transportation risk on policies made written or renewed within the state during the 12-month period ending on December 31st. I see what you did here. Of the preceding calendar year, you gave me a tax law. Did you know I love taxes? That's my jam. Shit puts a smile on my face, you guys. That's a good one, though, right? <laughs> you crazy for that one, Carlos. We went highbrow, but we thought we were going to go lowbrow. Psych. Psych your mind. Insurance companies got taxes and shit. Yeah. Dude, the delicious puns I could have had on them, man. Uh, yeah. That's corp. 
March 1st, by the way, this is a little nugget. That's my birthday. I mean, I know oh, you guys shit. you guys already know that, but for the listeners at home. Wait, are you turning 30 again next year? 2020 doesn't oh, fucking count yeah. for none of us. I mean, this yeah, is yeah, just, that's right. it's that's a do-over. Just a, yeah, it's like do-over. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show, huh? Can you believe it? We kind of, we kind of, sort of did it, right? Yeah, dude. Sort of. Oh wait, wait, wait! I meant to say that's a high spot. That's a that's it. It, it literally was the highbrow spot. Yes, yeah, it was a highbrow spot. We had a fucking tax law. Holy shit! So if you have an insurance company, bam, you know what it is. You know. So what the joke it. was a double entendre, not the actual hey, bit that was there. Yeah. There you go. Hey yo. <laughs> I thought Carlos was just trying to get Ian tongue-tied with all those words. <laughs> but you see why I did that? I just danced the fucking... The, yeah, like I was is, giving oral sex to a lady, just dancing with all those fucking, big fancy three-hour words, and bam Yeah, this is right up Ian's alley, man. Yeah, this he didn't just, add the word gay in or anything. Nothing. Not even autism, nothing. Okay, <laughs> this is right up Ian's alley, man. He fucking nailed that shit. Thanks, bros. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> so, Ian, you got anything you need to promote? Just, if you're my neighbor and you're listening to this, please stop fucking jacking off. I can see you. That shit's embarrassing. I think my wife is into it, so <laughs> shit's getting a little awkward over here. Plug your music, dude. What's your album? I've released some shit called Pitiful Noise. Come check that shit out. It's fire. It is really good. What do you mean, come? Like, do you have to go over to your place to check it out? Where can people check <laughs> this like, shit out? Yeah, come out, we'll go up to the roof, we'll watch yeah. this guy jerk off and make a night of it. Yeah, it's I, like yeah, anything that's... else in the digital world. It's on, like, everything. Google Music, okay, okay, Spotify, okay. iTunes, just fucking Very search good. for it. It's all free. I don't ever get paid for this shit, but, you know. All right, there you go. No, uh, yeah, okay, good. That's where people... Because yeah. otherwise, yeah, it did sound like, hey, just come over to my place and I'll show you the guy that inspired my entire album. <laughs> yeah, dude, come hang out. We'll catch COVID together. Sounds great. Yeah, you should hear this pitiful noise coming from next door <laughs> bobby you got any contractors you want to plug or anything any rat tail contractors yeah if i get any more with some really interesting hairstyles i'll uh, i'll be sure to mention it all oh, right boy. and you can check me out on the social medias at twitter at carlos underscore valencia and i think that's it right am i missing anything else walk your cats walk yeah, your cat King Miss Nancy.